श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए श्री गौरपुणि महामोत्सव की जाए श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जाए so good evening everyone welcome friends students from all parts <clears throat> we started discussions last night Um, with regard to the auspicious event that we are largely gathered for, the appearance of the advent of Sriman Mahaprabhu. And um, and we did that by way of um, looking for him in Bhagavad Gita. Srimad Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai. So this is a type of evidence we'll talk more about the nature of such evidence um, this evening as well. But I want to continue that uh, theme of uh, finding our our deity in Bhagavad Gita, not a, in, in, in some respects, not a core text of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Vaishnavism, but in another sense, of course it is, and it's been uh, commented on by um, very... Uh, Prominent acharyas, beginning with Vishwanachakti Thakur, Baldi Bhusan, and many persons in the modern uh, era as well. And um, it's, it's, as I said last night, of course, it's a, it's a very, probably the most widely uh, known of kind of uh, text of sacred text of India, the veritable, you know, Bible of of the Hindus. So a well-known book and like all of these sacred books, dealing with the subjective realm of consciousness lends itself to various feelings, interpretations, understandings, and experiences. <clears throat> so we experienced a little bit of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Bhagavad Gita yesterday by discussing from the fourth uh, chapter where Avatar Tattva is the concern at the beginning of that chapter and Krishna's <clears throat> kind of promise that as people surrender to me, I will reciprocate accordingly. We, we played plumbed the depths of that verse and found that uh, he couldn't live up to his promise. And so, in order to try to compensate for his uh, inability to live up to, the, to his word, he engaged in what uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does best, enlisting others in the service of the of the Rajsundaris, of the gopis. Hmm? This was his idea. I'll give you my sadhakas. Hmm? Uh, and uh, that's, of course, more than him. Hmm? He could give himself, but it wasn't enough to compensate for the measure of their love. So what will he do? He'll give his devotees. Hmm? And, uh, and they're in a sense, more than him, extension of himself. So adding the two together, he tried to make up for his his inability to uh, fulfill the promise. Of course, behind that, it, we know that that uh, such a leela is there for the sake of glorifying the nature of that service of the bread sundaries. <clears throat> so Audi is canvassing on behalf of um, Radha's group <clears throat> in different ways. <clears throat> All... Uh, different types of sakibhav. <clears throat> so, tonight I want to go further, as I say, along those lines and find him in the Gita. And, and we, 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 this was last night's verse, one verse that the revered, uh, most uh, venerable Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami um, has um, cited in his Chaitanya Charitamrita. Tonight we come across four other uh, verses <clears throat> and the context in which they arise is Kaviraj Goswami's very bold, uh, if you will, uh, um, exercise here of telling us what's on the mind of Krishna. Hmm? Um, I have a friend of mine and a guru bhai from times gone by who was, who was in touch with me of, of just as even yesterday we were, we were in touch um, and have been for some time, but we were remembering some very touching times between us. And um, 
My name is Ramaswar, some of you may know him. Uh, he's giving me some help these days. And um, we've been helped to one another over the years. At any rate, that's a long history. But one day, many years ago, he approached me in his very kind of um, penetrating uh, and often insightful way on the day of uh, the Rathiatra, which is the day that the deity of Jagannath comes out onto the streets and uh, rolls on a chariot and so on and so forth. It's a very, very esoteric uh, leela, <clears throat> very, has very ex- external ramifications. People get to see the deity who, and approach him in ways that they might not have otherwise and so forth. Um, but uh, we know that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very much brought out the, the fullest implications of this leela and participated in that and made it a central uh, focus, central piece of his entire uh, leela in, in Jagannath Puri. All the devotees from Bengal, hundreds of them would come annually for the event, which turned out to be a, more or less a four-month event that uh, culminated in the, in, in, in the Rath that was the apex of it. It's all during the, the, uh, the Chatumas, uh, the rainy season. So, and that's a nice time, of course, in, in India, in Jagannath Puri. Just, just as the heat breaks and the rain comes, people are dancing on the roofs. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so, <laughs> so at any rate, he said to me, this is the one day hmm, that we know for sure what's on the deity's mind. Hmm? And of course, he's referring to uh, implications drawn out by the Gaudi Acharyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's experience in Rathayatra, Jagannath being Krishna in uh, Dwaraka, seeking to return to Vrindavan and their obstacles and so on and so forth. Pujapada Marsh once described that, uh, that Puri Lila as a, as a train wreck between the two theistic conceptions of Vrindavan and Dwaraka. <laughs> so, you know, he's... And it had been in an accident. Krishna, his, his arms are pushed into his chest and his eyes are opened wide and so forth. Uh, so, um, at any rate, Krishna Das Goswami is telling us about what's on Krishna's mind. Hmm? These are the kind of teachers that uh, we have. We should consider ourselves very fortunate. And while he does so, of course, boldly, he seeks to give some support to that and um, from the Bhagavad Gita hmm, to some extent and from um, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. So, uh, let's hear what it says and see where it takes us. Srini Krishnas Kabiraj Kusami Mahashai Ki Jai Sri Chaitanya Charitamritam Ki Jai Gathishto Vihari Krishna Kore Antardhan Krishna enjoys his transcendental leela as long as he wishes. And then he disappears from the world. After disappearing, however, he thinks thus. We will think, like I've said, wow, he's piqued our interest here for sure. What kind of guide do we have in the person of Krishna Skaviraj Goswami. These Gaudiya people, they so uh, know what is Krishna. The whole idea, they, they have posited the, the theory that this Krishna has appeared as Sri Chaitanya and they supported it in very many ways, but one of the ways is by, by way of reasoning that if he is Krishna himself, he can't be alone. Hmm? Who would think like that? Many people claim their guru is Krishna. <laughs> no, he's Krishna himself, not even the avatar of Krishna. And he can't be alone. The whole, there's no possibility, theological possibility of Krishna being alone. Hmm? Krishna is that object of love which corresponds with a certain pitch of love that, 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 that constitutes the, 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 the entirety of the Brajbhavs, Chadibhav, the four bhavas, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsali, Madhurya. So this is the beta beta achinta beta beta equation. The love of God and God are one. They can't have one without the other. So where are all the lovers of Krishna? Hmm? You may have 
different appearances of different avatars to some extent or another more alone, hmm? more unto themselves. The further we go from the brudgely love Krishna, to example, for example, all the way down to the, 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 the principal avatar in Mahavishnu, Krishna is going from being awake to being asleep in relation to those who are worshipping him. Hmm. <laughs> uh, you follow? Krishna is awake pretty much 24-7, even on the, it's a pretext of taking, taking rest only to experience the height of his pastimes daily or nightly. Hmm? Uh, so the idea behind that, the theological idea, of course, is that the measure of the love is such, it's animating the absolute. Hmm? He can't sleep. Mahavishnu, on the other hand, is, is, is characterized as Yoganidram. <laughs> He's pretty, you know, bored with the measure of devotion that he's surrounded by comparatively. Although Bhagwan loves all of his devotees, they love him in different, uh, to different degrees or in different, with different nuances, and they, that elicits different um, responses, of course. Mm. So, <laughs> so here he says anyway that what that that um, that uh, having appeared in the world. Well, I was saying uh, that the Gaudi Acharyas, they have deep insight in him. They say, if he's here, Krishna himself, he can't be alone. Hmm? That's a theological impossibility. There, there must be Jashodamai, Nanda Baba, Subal, Sri Dham, Lalita Bishaka, and so on. And so all these, this is, it means Krishna. Hmm? You, you, therefore, we find in the beautiful and profound poetry, the songs of Thakur and Narutam, Thakur Bhakti Vinod and others, we always find a, a glorification of Krishna that includes his various associates, hmm? mm-hmm. uh, his leelas, his names in connection with different types of devotees that constitute a particular type of love and so forth. So this is what it means to come close to Krishna. Hmm? Krishna alone, me and Krishna alone, that's something else. That's not Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? No. And this is all his entourage. This is what constitutes bhakti. They are the very personifications of the essence of the sarup shakti that is that we know as bhakti. And the ingress of their love into our lives makes it possible for us to participate in in such divine play. So anyway, they thought like this. Uh, he he must and then they and then they thought so. Is he Krishna? Is he not Krishna? He is Krishna. Who are his associates? And then they realize, it's us. Hmm? <laughs> Imagine the moment. Hmm? Hmm? And he showed it to them. In, 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 I should say. He showed it to them in that, with the blessing in the house of Srivas where the nocturnal kirtan would, would take place nightly. Hmm? And, and a, a famous past thing where he sat on the altar and said, see me who I am and who you are. Come forward. Hmm? Come forward, uh, Suklambar, and see you are Sri Dham. And, uh, and, and you, so and so on. So, revealing himself to all of them and uh, imagine their thinking. And then it would fade. Hmm? And they would be with Nimai Pandit, encouraged in the in the Kali Yuga to, to, to do Namsan Kirtan to glorify Radha Govinda and so forth. And then it would come again. Hmm? This is Gaur Leela. They're going in and out of Krishna Leela, in and out of Krishna Leela. It's the it's the it is Krishna Leela turned inside out. I've compared it to a reversible jacket. Hmm? You know, you have the gold and black and on the one side the black is the trim and the gold is the main on the other side the black is the main color. Gold is the trim. This is Krishna Leela Gaur Leela. They are the same. Just a few things reversed out. The bhava, the feeling, it's all the same. Just reversed. Now Krishna is pursuing the position of the, of the, of the servitor, of the, of the devotee. Hmm? Very extraordinary, Leela. So, they know about these things, these Gaudiya people, who nobody flatters Krishna more than them. Hmm? To know one is to love one. To love one, I should say, is to know one. So, those who love him the most, arguably... They know him the most. Hmm? And there's no argument that the Godias, they love Krishna. Hmm? And more so than, than we find elsewhere in that nobody says as flattering of things about him. And, and these things 
uh, are central to the entire theology. Krishna's too, Bhagavan, Swayam, and the whole religious world is at argument with the Gaudiyas. <laughs> Krishna's the Krishna, the source of the Narayan and all avatars and so on. And, so on. and then they stand behind it with their, their bhava, their ecstasy. Hmm? Just how this idea really gets transferred to others. We think it's logical and we were converted, it was presented and with reasoning and so forth, but really what has happened, our reasoning has been suspended to some extent. Hmm? And the feeling of great devotees has made ingress into our hearts, and so we, we accept the logic <laughs> of their ecstasy and their interpretations of verses, which without that influence of ecstasy would say, well, it doesn't really say that here. <laughs> so, Krishna says here that what? That Krishna, he left, and this is what he, was, what he thought. Hmm? Got our attention for sure. Chir kalna hi kori prim bhakti dhan bhakti na For a long time I have not bestowed prim bhakti, prim bhakti dhan. Chir kalna hi kori prim bhakti dhan. Not for chir chir kal, long time. Nabai na hi kori. Bhakti vina jagatir na hi and the nature of this prem, that is, bhaktivina jagatir nahi avasthan. He says that without which, bhaktivina jagatir, the whole world, the world, nahi avasthan, has, has no meaning, is meaningless, it's useless, as the Krishna says. <laughs> Without this brain bhakti, the whole world is is useless. It has no 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 charm for me. No no meaning. Hmm? It's very meaningful for him in the context of his 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 experiencing this lila hmm? in in human society. Otherwise, it, so what is the meaning of our lives? We should think. Hmm? This is what Swami Bhagavan says. We have so many interests. They have no interest uh, to Krishna. We want to, the implication, of course, we want to attract his attention. We have to become interested in what he's interested in. This is Prem Bhakti. We talked about that a little bit this morning on the, the conference call that some of you probably missed because you were here. But um, people approach him for many different things for four things, hmm? for powers, for Mukti in different types, hmm? either with attraction to the opulences of Mukti or with attraction for Prem that includes those opulence, Salokya, Shasti, Samipa, Sarupya. But uh, as we'll hear, uh, this, this is not what turns him on, so to speak. So it's not going to get his attention. And if he is Swayam Bhagavan, as is the theory, then if you get his attention, then certainly you have great prospect, great power, great potential for accomplishing things that are attempted by lesser means, hmm? overcoming material existence, liberation, reverential love of God, and so on and so forth. All of these things are possible, and, and, and getting things, and getting powers. So all very easily, uh, easy to accomplish for one who pursues them, in, or, or pursues love of God. Prem, this is not mukti. All sampradayas, all Vaishnava sampradayas, other than Gaudiya sampradaya, uh, 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 describe or name their goal, their ideal, as mukti, hmm? moksha, mukti, with different ideas of what that constitutes. But Gaudiya sampradaya not, will not, does not use that word. But prem, prayojan. Hmm? So, of course, mukti is included within that, but it's a, it's a very different focus. It's not about getting anything. Hmm? Desire for mukti is for getting something, getting away from it, from everything. Hmm? And it may be getting somewhat closer to Bhagwan, and he's cool, and he's got neat things. That, you know, in Vaikundi has far out things that you can have a form like his, you can have opulences like him. And these things are, some people want those things. They're available. They're kind of, a substantial carrot, if you will. <laughs> Not like the carrot of material prospect, but something substantial. Hmm? 
but to get him entirely. Hmm? It's not even possible to get, in one sense, Narayan entirely. Hmm? There will always be some distance between worshiper and, and the worshipped. Hmm? That gap, that bridge is gapped in Prem Bhakti, where the worshiper and the worshipped, they become one. Hmm? He's a Brajbasi. He's mine. Hmm? If you're mine, I'm yours, you and I are one, in that sense. Hmm? This is Prem Bhakti. So he says, without this Prem Bhakti, the world is useless. There's no meaning to the world. Sakala jagate more kore vidi bhakti vidi bhakti brajbhav puitte nahi shakti Everywhere in the world, people worship me in vidi bhakti. Sakala jagate more kore vidi bhakti vidi bhakti brajbhav puitte nahi shakti But this vidi bhakti is not capable of giving brajbhav those feelings that I correspond with, that are, that are one, one and different at the same time from me, that are me. These, this this brajbhav means swarup shakti. You know, we have the basic three shaktis. There are many, but three basic. Maya shakti, jeev shakti, swarup shakti. Hmm? The maya shakti is one and different from Krishna, but it's more different than one. Then we have the Tatasta Shakti. Hmm? Um, then we have the Swarup Shakti. Tatasta Shakti is in the middle. Hmm? It can relate to one Maya Shakti or to the Swarup Shakti. Hmm? And Swarup Shakti is one and different from Krishna, but it's more one than it is different. On the other end of the spectrum, Maya Shakti is more different than one. Hmm? Swarup Shakti more one than different. It is one with him in the sense that there is no him without that. So this brajbhav that, that I am, if you will, that I am the object of, hmm, it doesn't, it's not attainable by Vidibhakti. So he starts at a very high point here. He doesn't even bother to say, uh, you know, people who want things, karma, who want powers, yogis, who want, you know, enter Brahman, they, they don't interest me. He starts on a very high level with Vaikuntha. He says, eh, this is not, that can't keep me up at night. Hmm. Something like that. When I'm like just all to myself, you know, myself. Being, you know, you know, at night is no you just do what you want. <laughs> to relax, my relaxing time. My cow herding is over, my my job is finished, and so forth. I've had my dinner and now I just wanna chill out and uh, and uh, so that doesn't doesn't there's uh, it doesn't uh, doesn't keep me awake at night, this this um by Kuntha, Vidhi Bhakti. As I said before, it's a strong statement, but there's truth to it. Where there are rules, there is no love. And where there is love, there are no rules. Hmm? So this is our ideal. Prabhupada would like to say that his mission was ruled by two rules, love and trust, which means no rules. If you could get these things in place, love and trust, then no, no rules. Hmm? So, trust me, I might... Be heavy sometimes, but you should trust me. Hmm? Guru knows best. This is the. Aishwar Jagyaneti Sob Jagat Misrita. Aishwar Yastila Preme Nahi Prita. He says, Aishwar Jagyaneti. Sub-jagat misrita, the whole jagat, the whole world has uh, a sense of my rever- uh, of, of, of reverential love for me. This is kind of, to, to broaden the context, uh, uh, the world has a conception about God that in the Greek is agape, hmm? godly love. Extraordinary, isn't that the term? Uh, uh, different than than human love, hmm? uh, different than the uh, erotic love, this uh, uh, otherworldly. In our Sanskrit terminology and Gaudi terminology, we call it what um, 
Aishvarya or Adhoksadya. Adhoksadya. Hmm? Uh, overtly different. Oh, he's got forearms. He's different. Hmm? Overtly transcendental is the nature, of the, the, the experience of Vaikuntha. It's very spectacular what goes on there, what possibilities there are. There's quite a bit of variety in Vaikuntha as well, and full of opulence, and, uh, very ex- extraordinary. Hmm? And the world thinks of me in, in, in this regard. God is up there, hmm? you know, we're down here, there's this, there's this distance. Aishwarya preme nahimopita. But he says that devotion... Made weak, hmm? love made weak by this approach, by these, the, God's here and I'm here. Hmm? And I worship because he, should, he is God. It's a good reason. Hmm? But love knows no reason. Hmm? So he should be worshipped, he's God, dutifully. This is high, but the full face of love doesn't answer to reason. Hmm? This is what interests him. Is hmm? a daring idea. Indeed, we could love God like that. The problem, the love, love that love transcends reason. Materially speaking, is largely a problem. Hmm? Uh, often, often a problem. Hmm? But here, it's the solution to all the problems when God is the center and the corresponding manifestation of Godhead. This is, of course, He's got two hands. He's playing a flute. He. He appears to have faults. And love, of course, has the power to what? To turn faults into ornaments. This is love. If we say, I love my guru, then huh, we won't see his faults. He's got them. This one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we won't see them. No, we we'll turn them into ornaments. This is the, the nature of love. So, Aishwarya Gyane Vithi Bhajana Koriya Vaikunta Khe Jai Chatur Vidu Mukti Paan. By performing Vari Bhakti in awe and veneration, one can go to Vaikunta and attain the Chatur Vidu Mukti, the four types of Mukti, Saloka, Shasti, Samipya, Sarupya. He mentions them, Sashti, Sarupya, Ar, Sambipya, Salokya. Sayujana, Aloi, Bhakta, Jati, Bhakta, Ikya. These liberations are Sashti, achieving the same opulence as Bhagwan. Sarupya, having a form like that of the Lord. Samipya, living as a personal associate of the Lord. Salokya, living on the Vaikuntha planet. He says, devotees, however, never accept Sayuja. Merging into into Brahman, hmm? so this is the basic description of Vaikuntha. Its opulences of Mukti. I've told before uh, that there are two orientations to these opulences. One orientation is with the predominant uh, desire to enjoy the opulences themselves. The, these types of Mukti enjoy the idea, the experience of having a form like Bhagawan. I mean, it's a lot better than this one. Hmm? And you can think, I could trade this body in for a four-armed form like Narayan, and that would be... So some people think, I'd like that. I'll go for that. Hmm? And they become attracted and pursue that ideal, hmm? that experience, or to have the same opulence as Bhagawan. Hmm? So there is status in Vaikuntha, uh, uh Inhabitants who are whose ambitions, whose desire, whose lives are predominated by, driven by, the desire to to to, to be experience the happiness of those statuses. Hmm? But then there's another sector in the Vaikuntha that whose whose approach is predominated by prem, hmm? predominated. For the desire to to, of, of, uh, to, to love Narayan, hmm? and not a, a desire to enjoy those statuses, so they don't they don't start from that vantage point. One person hears, "I could have a form like Narayan." That's that sounds great. I'm going to go there. Hmm? 
Ananda says, I, could, I should love Narayan. He's God. Let me go there for, with that in mind. And, and, and there's, the result of that is, is pretty fascinating. Hmm? And I, I like that a little bit too. Hmm? Therefore, the term predominated by desire for preem. Hmm? This distinguishes the preem then of, of, of Braj, which is not predominated by preem, but only preem. So here the four statuses of Bhaikuntha, I'm just differentiating that how they are looked at slightly differently by different uh, devotees and so forth. Then it says, Yuga Dharma Prabhatimu Namsan Kitan Chari Bhav Bhakti Therefore, what to do about this? The world is useless, it doesn't have brain bhakti. Hmm? Everybody's worshipping me in, in reverence, it has no, no appeal to me. What to do? Mm-hmm. Therefore, I shall come, mm-hmm. he says, mm-hmm. and I will, Yuga Dharma Prabhartimu Nam Sankirtan. I will inaugurate the, the Sankirtan, uh, it's peacock on the roof. Uh, 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 oh, is he out here on the deck? Gopati is his name, for those of you. Haven't met him. He just happened to wander on here one day. I was, I looked in there. It's a peacock. What's going? On? <laughs> he's been here ever since. Uh, he's got a place here. So um, he says, "I will come." This is this is the solution, the remedy to the problem. I will come. I will inaugurate this, the Yuga Dharma Sankirtan, and in the context of doing that, I will give not four kinds of mukti in Vaikuntha, but four kinds of bhava hmm, that make up the Brajlila. Hmm? I'll make this Brajlila available. Hmm? So, Apani karimu bhakta baba angikare. Apani achari bhakti sikai musavare. Apani na koila, koile dharma sikhana na jai. Eta sedanta gita bhagavate gai. So here we come to the Bhagavad Gita and, uh, and Bhagavat Siddhanta. Hmm? Is his idea that uh, that if I'm going to do this, well, hmm, there's a way to do this, to give this Braj Bhakti, and uh, it, uh, it it involves teaching by example. He says basically. So he quotes the Gita. Yada yada hi dharmasya gane bhavati bharata abhutana madharmasya tadatmanam srijamiham. What was the time? Ten to eight. We're just getting started here. <laughs> uh, so I think this is a, maybe a, this is a good introduction tonight to our topic, and uh, maybe we should continue with this discussion in uh, upcoming coming days. Uh, go to these Gita verses now. Four Gita verses coming, and I'll give you a chance at this time to. Uh, feel the suspense and uh, ask any any questions. Yes. Uh, Krishna and Kaviraj Goswami says, I thought you said that Krishna worships or comes to us as thinks about us as he leaves the world, so he thinks about his devotees. Is that what Krishna Das Kaviraj was saying? When Krishna leaves, he thinks about us. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he, he, he he does to an extent. Yeah, he thinks, I was just in the world, I left, I'm now what to do. And of course he did come to give, to display his leela, people might become attractive, but he's realizing there's a problem with what he did. He came to do something, to, to experience his, 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 the Nara leela, kind of the, the, the leela, the drama on location, his human-like leela. It has an extra feature, is it's in human society, so it's, it's uh, more, more greater, greater facility there to experience that. And in the context of that, he wants to display uh, his leader of the world that people might be attracted. And he, he teaches about it to some extent, um, but he leaves and thinks, you know, there's, a, there's a something I, I failed here. I was, didn't do a good job. There's something lacking in my effort to share this opportunity with people. Hmm? And that's what we're going to talk about 
in these verses. What did he what did he do wrong? What what fell short? Hmm? He, he didn't he didn't think of his own his own instruction in the Gita very well and apply it hmm? in the context of of um, giving the Braj Bhakti to others. He had the ambition, to some extent, Krishna Das tells us elsewhere in the fourth chapter of this book, to display his Leela, attract people to it. But, but um, he, he taught about it to some extent and so forth, exempl- uh, uh, showcased it, but something he didn't do. Hmm? And that's what these verses of Gita are going to uh, tell us about, among, among other things. So, anything else? Yes. I noted that um, in, for example, Raghunanda Bhakti, there's tremendous longing to do one particular type of seva in one very specific kind of relationship with Radhan Krishna. Whereas in the reflection here, and even especially in relation to one's guru, it's completely the opposite. One doesn't approach the guru and say, this is, this is how I want to serve you. Just, just this one way right here. But rather it's, it's just, I don't have any preconceived idea of how I want to serve you. My, what I want is not really that important. How can I serve you? So it's just the opposite kind of a mood. I don't know. You are, so you want me to comment on that? Sure. Yeah. Well, there's an apparent opposite, um, really, in that uh, there is... It appears that we make a choice to serve Krishna. In particular, I'd like to be a cowherd. I'd like to be a, 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 a Brajsundari, a handmaiden of Radha, and so forth. Here they are. Take your pick. Something like that, kind of idea. But um, this is really only an appearance, hmm? because the bhakti is a gift. Hmm? Hmm. It's not our right. It's a gift. It descends through the guru parampara. It's mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita that, that, that the Krishna arranges our guru Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Ladubij. So Jeeva is wandering, has some idea to serve God. Krishna sends the guru. Hmm? The guru gives him Krishna. Hmm? So the implication behind this is that you can you can reason that the implication behind this is that Krishna has some idea of how we would like to accept service from us through the guru parampara. He makes that uh, arrangement, hmm? and so in the context of of. Vishram Beno Guru Seva, affectionately serving the Guru. Yes, we want to do whatever the Guru wants, and in this context, the Guru represents the general idea of God. Sakshadhoditena, Samasta Shastra. All the Shastras say the Guru is the representation of God, and Sakshadhodi, in this sense, as good as God, hmm? should be treated like God. So that the relationship between the disciple and the Guru is really in Dasya. Hmm? And servant, servant, and and teacher, student, and teacher. It may border on friendship, which we find is acceptable hmm? within uh, that um, type of uh, relationship. You can have, you know, a friendly some some friendship with the teacher, but it, the the overriding mood is is dasya, hmm? and so ready to do. The bidding, and this is the kind of ego in general that is to be cultivated, and by such replace it's meant to replace the enjoying ego. The enjoying ego is one that will never afford us humility because it is about. Um, that's why Bhaktisiddhanta starts to talk with defined humility as absence of the enjoying spirit. Because when we look at a thing from our world. Uh, mental world, if you will, perspective, and how it will facilitate us and so forth. Then we are in an overlording type of a relationship with with the things, and that doesn't really foster humility. <laughs> so, uh, to anyway, to 
to do away with the enjoying ego and 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 cultivate the, the serving ego. Sevan mukhi jivado svayamevas pratyadha. Therefore, it said, "Athasi Krishna namadi nababadgrayamendrayi." With material senses, you can't experience Krishna. Therefore, they must be replaced and spiritualized by the cultivation of sevan mukhi, the 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 serving ego, beginning with using the tongue, arguably for for chanting. Hmm? So. The basic serving ego is cultivated. Hmm? In this situation, uh, you know, doing the bhajana kriya, the, 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 the practices prescribed by the guru and so forth, we're engaging in hearing and chanting, we're cleansing the heart, there's a, there's a learning curve, therefore there are ups and downs, it's anishta bhajana kriya, it's not steady by its very nature, so we shouldn't be surprised if there are some ups and downs, and that shouldn't be the end of your career. Oh, I failed. I'm out. You know, no. Uh, Pujapat Sridharmarjas often gave the example of trying to approach the highest peak in the Himalaya, and how you will have to go through the foothills, and it will look like he's going down. No, he's going up. No, he's going down. But even as he's going down, he's further up than he was previously in the, in the lower um, ranges of the foothills. Hmm? So he comes becomes steady. Hmm? In due course, his intelligence or her intelligence becomes engaged. The scriptural argument that we have Shraddha, which gives us access to, or, or eligibility to tread the path, is um, is Shastriya Shraddha. It's, it's 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 faith in the idea that f- comprehensive knowing hmm, is possible if the infinite wants wants the finite to know. Hmm? And comprehensive knowing here refers to the idea of, of being fully happy because all action which we engage in for happiness is informed by some knowledge, so arguably perfect knowledge makes one perfectly happy. Hmm? So how do we arrive at perfect knowledge? We need a perfect method. Hmm? The perfect method is if perfection chooses to reveal itself to the imperfect, that's perfect. Hmm? And so... This is the idea of, of, of bhakti. And bhakti descends through the guru parampara. Uh, it engages our mind and our senses. We could say, well, you're still using your mind and senses for knowing. But yes, we're using them in the, in the context of bhakti. Hmm? Bhakti is using them. Hmm? Um, so my means of knowing, therefore, is not limited by sense perception and, and, and reasoning is, is the idea. Hmm? So, so we're going forward in this way. In Nishta, this faith that's derived basically from the idea that uh, that if the God had wants me to know, I can know the idea of revelation, which takes a prominent form in the shape of the shastras and so forth. And there, the argument, this basic argument that the finite can know if the infinite wants it to know, this basic argument is developed in great in in detail in the shastra. And, uh, and there are arguments to support this. Hmm? And so becoming acquainted with, acquainted with these arguments, that strengthens our, our faith, which is our eligibility to tread the path. Reasoning about excuse me, the implications of the sacred text and so on and so forth uh, keep us chased to the, to, to the, to the path. And, uh, and so Nisht is characterized largely by this. By the, 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 it's not just... He chances 16 rounds every day and he's at the Mongol Arctic all the time and he's mean as hell, you know. <laughs> and he's got some crazy ideas too, like, you know, he fell from Baikunta or something. Uh, no, he, 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 he or she is steady in their practice, but their practice is, is a well-informed practice also. It's well-informed by the scriptural argument. Hmm? Um, well-reasoned. Intelligence is not just busy anymore. His or her intelligence is also engaged. Hmm? And in a powerful way, such that the mind cannot cannot significantly distract. Hmm? The senses cannot significantly distract and so forth. And as we proceed along this nishta, hmm? it's really interesting because, as I've said before, the path becomes straight but it's not narrow. Hmm? Nishta sounds like it's fixed, it's narrow. It's just like this. Hmm? It's straight, but it's not narrow. 
all of a sudden it becomes very broad. In Mishta it becomes very broad. And texts take on different meanings, many different meanings. And, and there's this uncertainty within certainty. Hmm? It's like you're just beginning to feel a little bit what love of, love of God is like, like ordinary love. It's full of certainty and uncertainty at the same time. She loves me, she loves me not. How come you don't say you didn't say you love me? I've been with you for thirty years. <laughs> like you didn't say it, you know. <laughs> so, so, in Nishta, this 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 is the experience that he, he's entering into a world. She's entering into a world that is has all possibilities, and so there's a humility that comes with this. Therefore, Mahaprabhu has described the stage of Nishta: Trinada pisoni chena, kirtaniya sadhari. There's a difference between confidence and pride. Hmm? So initially one has confidence, not pride. And he may say, I'm right, this is wrong. Do as I say, you are wrong. Boy, that guy's proud up there. Hmm? No, it may be confidence, not pride. And confidence comes because I have been blessed. I know I've been blessed. Hmm? I have to state the fact. Hmm? Uh, and stand up for that my superiors may glory may be known something like that so initially the devotee is proceeding like like this and and, and he's becoming acquainted really with the, the, the nature of, of of real spiritual experience and then in steadiness and practice one starts to develop a taste and the medicine becomes food hmm? what was medicine and now is becoming food this is called ruchi and it is in Ruchi that we find desire comes of a spiritual nature. Hmm? Mahabharata said it in a general way. I have no desire for this, that, that, which all, if we study the words kabitam, nadanam, najanam, nasundaram, it includes the whole world. Everything that you could want in the world is represented in those four ideas. So that, that he mentions, I don't want them, I don't want them, I don't want them. And, and so I don't have any use for the Jagadishwar either. Hmm? He says, Nadanam, Najanam, Nasundarim, Kabitamba, Jagadishakamaye. I have no need anymore for the one who presides over the world of desires as a witness. Witness, watching, take it. Get and hear the consequences and so forth, sanctioning, sanctioning, this kind of thing. Hmm? But Mama Janmani Janmani Shwarei another Ishwar. Hmm? Now I have room for in my heart, my Pranishwar, hmm? who I'm developing, feel, feeling tangibly. Shreya Kairobachandrika Something from that side is coming. It's like moonbeams, hmm? soothing. That the, the burning, the heart that was burning in the fire of materialism, the fire has gone out in Nishta, there's still some smoke around to clear. In Nishta, in Ruchi, the smoke is gone and there's a cooling and soothing effect, like moonbeams, moon rays. And in the context of this reciprocation from Bhagawan, that, that it constitutes a real taste, an enduring uh, taste, um, a dependable taste. Mm-hmm. Mahaprabhu says, Mama Janmani Janmanishwari Babatad Bhakti Rahoitakriti Atvaitvai I have a desire for bhakti hmm? in relation to my Pranishwar, a particular form of Bhagwan who's starting to become my focus. This is a higher stage of sadhana bhakti. Hmm? So he, what's he saying there, there's desire here for bhakti that comes hmm? without any other desire. And when Bhava is described by Sri Rupa Goswami, he mentions Chitta, what is it, Chitta Bhitti, Mishnina, Mishnina, Sudha Satvishe Satna, Prema Suryam Susamibhak. When he describes Bhava, Sri Rupa Goswami, and he describes the, um, I want to say, the, um, the, the taste, Ruchibis, Chitta Vritti, Jamashrina, Ruchi Bis, something, Ruchi Bis, any, the Chitta Vritti, in the Chitta, hmm, 
there are no, no, none of these vrittis that come, waves that come, as a result of attachment to material things and make the mind uh, disturbed as it is. But the bhakti vritti comes on the mind, and the mind is taken over by bhava. And there's a, there's a ruchi aspect to this. It's tasting. It's, it's tasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she, Jiva Goswami explains Rupa's verse with regard to the ruchi aspect of bhava, mm-hmm. he explains that there are three desires mm-hmm. that are part of this ruchi aspect of the bhava. Mm-hmm. And the implication is that they have their beginning when the stage of ruchi awakens or is, is arrived at, which is still in Sadhana Bhakti, just before Asakti and then Bhava Bhakti. Hmm? And these three desires, desire mm, to, uh, to serve Krishna favorably, to attain him, and to serve him affectionately, it, it, it means in a particular way, it starts to manifest within one. Hmm? In Ruchi. This is all in Sadhana Bhakti. Hmm? So Raghunuga Bhakti is one thing. Hmm? Jiva Goswami says, Raghunuga Bhakti is easy in one sense. One who has a desire to follow the inhabitants of Vrindavan, it's basically to follow the bhava of a devotee more than to follow Bhagwan. Hmm? And in, more specifically, in relation to the, to the, to the Braj Leela. Hmm? And so, yeah, I read the Krishna book. I want, you know, that, you know, so I'm a Raghunuga Bhakta. Yeah, arguably, you, you, you can give a very, very kind of um, uh, liberal definition of lobha, hmm? the eagerness for that type of, of love. Hmm? Um, but because one has lobha, hmm? shraddhamai lobha, shraddha filled with lobha, with that, that kind of ambition, hmm? it doesn't mean that you're fully qualified in every respect necessarily. Hmm? to engage in Raghunuga Bhakti. Therefore, Jiva Goswami says, well, you got that by associating with a sadhu, and so you follow that, such a sadhu, and and you um, pursue Raghunuga Bhakti mixed with Vaidhi Bhakti, hearing and chanting with that idea in mind, not with going to Vaikuntha in mind. And the implication is, as one becomes more eligible, more qualified, hmm, what do I mean by that? There's two dehas, there's two bodies described uh, in, in, in Raghunuga Bhakti, ra- practice of Rag Marg. A sadhaka deha and a siddha deha. Hmm? Sadhaka deha is our external body that we get when we get our kunti mala and the mantra from, from guru and so forth. Hmm? It's a sadhaka deha. The siddha deha is an internal uh, spiritual body for participating in the leela. How will we get the siddha deha? Well, you've got to pay attention to the sadhaka deha. As much as the sadhaka deha is fully engaged and is truly a sadhaka deha, because it's, it's mixed, the sadhaka deha begins, it's partially a sadhaka deha and partially a spiritualized. As much as our senses and mind are preoccupied with sense objects that are spiritual, our body and mind are spiritualized. As much as they're uh, attached to other things, well, then... It has that side to it. So this is the sadhaka deha. It's a, it's a, and the idea is to perfect the sadhaka deha. And only to the extent that the sadhaka deha is perfected will the siddha deha arise. Hmm? And it starts to arise in ruchi. Hmm? When spiritual desire... Hmm? This is, Bhakti Siddhanta used to use the term first deserve, then desire. It means first attain ruchi. <laughs> Let's talk about we have a real taste for bhakti. Hmm? Then it will take a certain, start to take a certain shape, and it will be like, I want that. That's my desire. But it's actually descending. Hmm? I want it, but it's how Bhagavan is reciprocating. And then it appears like it's my desire. And from that point, it's cultivated as it's my desire. I want it. It's not like you, know, you decide, well, I want to be a Raghunuga Bhakta. I think I'll, 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 try, I'll try that. You know? I, why would we want this? Why would we want that? There may, be, there may be many material reasons for such a choice that have nothing to do with actual spiritual purification, spiritual desire, and a pure heart. Hmm? There may be, then there may be spiritual reasons because of a sangskar from previous lives and so forth. And one may come and, be, and say, you know, I like that. And he may be right about it. Hmm? Or he may reason about it in, in nishta. What are the windows of opportunity 
that Gaudi Vaishnavism really offered to us. It's different kinds of sakibhav, like a handmaiden of Radha, like a friend of Krishna involved in his romantic life. These are basically the windows that are offered through Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Charibhav are mentioned here, but these are what we see, because as Gaur and Nityananda, these are the presiding deities of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Madhurasa and Sakirasa. So one can reason about it. These are the two opportunities. Pick one. <laughs> so you could do that previous to Ruchi hmm, with Nishta and good association, and you could be encouraged. You could go for that. Hmm, hmm. That's that's reasonable. So Krishna might change it in Ruchi. He might might find, oh, he wanted me like that, so forth. But uh, but probably not, hmm, because. Probably the reason you might make a certain choice like, is because you know, well, my Gurudev is like this. Hmm? That will also influence us. Someone, so in, Prabhupada was very prominently um, an, a, a, a representative of Sakurasa. No wonder so many of his disciples, when they, even in the neophyte stage, they thought, oh, yeah, it be a Prabhupada is a, a cowherd. Because hmm? they felt it unknowingly, hmm? if you will. It, it wasn't like thought out, reasoned. Hmm. He could be this, he could be that. They, they, they didn't even have that. I was one of them, you know. We didn't have that kind of information. I mean, there was no Chaitanya Charitamrita. When I joined, there was no Bhagavatam hmm? uh, tra- translation. There was a Krishna book. You know, so there, there was the Bhagavatam in that sense. But anyway, hmm. so um, there, there is cause for choosing, if you will, beforehand, but there's a background of that choosing. Why you will choose, why you will be drawn. It'll feel like it's my, my choice. Hmm? But it's not even our logical choice to join Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the first place. <laughs> you know, it's because of the bhava of others that have, it's, we've been touched by, and so we have a certain kind of logic and psychology that, that tells yeah, it says it in the Bhagavad it's absolute truth, you know. And then we march off to convince everybody, we find, why don't they get it, you know. <laughs> They'll get it as much as you get it and exemplify it and have bhava and, and, or the, at least the abhas of that and it becomes attractive to them. So it's, uh, it, you know, they say that, well, you know, we have to have a choice, otherwise there's no love. Well, you know, Krishna chose to love you. Hmm? That's what Guru Parampara means. And so there you go. Hmm? There you go. So then you start loving him. So it really comes from up to down. So as we cultivate the serving ego in relation to the guru, and so we see the guru generally as God, Eventually, in time, then we start to see the guru also as a particular, as, as you know, we see uh, in, in our guru mantra, guru gayatri, guru devaya vidmahi krishnanandaya dimahi, the both sides are there, sakshadhari and, and kintu praborya priyavatasya. He's God, He's represented, representative of God, he should be treated like God on the one side. The other side, but he's a devotee. He's dear to God, and in a particular way. Hmm? And what that is is Krishna Nandaya, his Ananda, in relation to Krishna. And I want to be acquainted with that. I want to be acquainted with Guru Tattva, very important. Hmm? And then, in the context of serving Guru, with a proper understanding of Guru Tattva, to become acquainted with his Ananda. My Guru, my particular Guru is Ananda, hmm? or the Ananda of the Guru Parampara. What? Like I say, what windows of opportunity are made available? Hmm? Hmm? And so, in Ruchi, then, is, then we start to see the Guru in 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 in, in that light. Hmm? In Asakti, then the attachment to the object of love comes, and and a corresponding shape, form the Siddhadeya starts to manifest hmm? within. In Bhava Bhakti, then it's 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 cultivated. You have a Bhava Deha. Hmm? So you know you have to have a little Bhava to cultivate Bhava. Raghunuga is a sadhana, but uh, eligibility for it is is developed. Uh, there are earlier stages of development and later stages of development. And when all the elements are in place, in other words, or when one is fully eligible, all the elements are in place. Just like sadhana bhakti is is all about sambandha, hmm? largely. Hmm? Uh, acquiring the kind of understanding that will inform my bhakti. Hmm? And bhava bhakti is really all abhideya, hmm? because the bhakti is fully informed at that point. It's fully informed. Hmm? The sambandha is completely in, in, in place. Hmm? So this is something to how to understand um, 
some are my comments on your 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 comment. Hmm. Does that help? Oh, tremendously so. Okay. There's some sensitive kind of subtleties, but perhaps I can ask you about another time. Since sure, we've we're kind of run out of time for the yes. evening. Okay. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai. Go Premanandi. Go.